Welcome back to Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. This is your semi-regular podcast where we talk about... All things diabetes. diabetes. Real things diabetes. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think it was real things It's diabetes. been so long. <laughs> we forgot. We forgot what this podcast is about. <laughs> this is uh, 2019. Yeah. Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year, Craig. New podcast. Same, same diabetes. diabetes. You nailed that. Yeah, we didn't even plan that. No. Nothing's changed. Everything's kind of changed. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. Would you like to start? Okay. Okay. Um, what was our last episode? It's like <sighs> September last year. It's We're now in a, January. It's been a bit. It's been a while. We've been busy. We took some time. Finding ourselves. Finding ourselves. Finding something. Reevaluate. Looking for something. <laughs> looking. Maybe not finding, but looking. Just we were for sure Just searching. Looking, searching. <laughs> um I guess this is kind of big news for me. Yeah. Uh that's led me on some interesting revelations. I guess it's more of a soul search that I've been on. I'm very excited months. to hear about these things. So as our frequent listeners might remember I'm a Omnipod and Dexcom user. An advocate. <laughs> advocate. Uh, since, God, I think I went in the Omnipod January 2011 and the Dexcom, it's probably the G4 a year after that, and have worn them both constantly every <laughs> single day. 365, 24-7. You've never even taken since. like a little mini vacay? Never a mini vacay. Okay. You know, like the longest would be... Like while I'd you're changing. While yeah, I'm while you're putting it. your new one yeah. on. <laughs> and sometimes I would even like... With the Omnipod, I would like prime it. No, you'd put a new one on before taking No, it. I would prime it while the old one was on it so I wouldn't like waste time. And then I would end the one, put it off, and then, or I'd like stick the other one on, and then I would end the one and then do it. So you've like never so had no time. Your body to yourself. No. But as of drum roll. I was doing a drum roll. Uh, it has to be like two months ago. I guess I could go back and check. Um, I'm no longer on the Omnipod. Still on the Dexcom. If you can get a CGM, you should get a CGM. Because it's invaluable information. And the great thing about the G6 is that you don't have to test. No calibrations. Which is a Do you surprisingly freeing thing. Those two tests a day, the amount of stuff I had to carry with me all the time. And I think the G6 is more accurate, yeah, so I don't sure, feel like I need to double check. Especially for guys who don't carry a purse with them. But coming from someone who's still on and the G5. And even if you are a guy who carries a purse with them, true. it takes up a lot of space. Sure, sure, yes, of course. But coming from someone who's still on the G5, because I'm not even covered for the G5, let alone the G6, do you, like, like realistically, how often do you test? On the G6? Yeah. I have tested once since I've been on it. No. No. Well, so I first got it, and I tested a few times when I first got it. Maybe that first and like, when did day it, or two. when did everyone switch to the G six? I don't remember. It was big over the summer. Okay. It was a you while ago. You have tested. I got a little twice. bit after that, so it's yeah. There was one time I tested. I don't even know why. I think there was just like a, a like a gap between when I could put a new one on, and then the only time. I remember testing now, like specifically, is because I got, I still had all these freestyle test trips because that's what the Omnipod uses. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to keep carrying around my Omnipod PDM when I stopped using it because it's huge and it seemed like a huge waste of space if I was just going to test. So I just got like the tiniest freestyle meter I could get just to like carry my backpack. Right, back just in up. case. Just in case, right? You never know when something's going to get ripped off or something fails. Totally. I've been at a Costco this was like, I don't know if it was my first G6 transmitter. Like two weeks had been on. And it was like, oh, low battery. And they replaced <gasps> it. They sent a new one and it was fine. But like, you don't know. You right. don't want to be away on a well, trip. Even, I'm sure everyone was pretty paranoid switching from something that you did have to calibrate to something you don't have to calibrate at all. It, right. right. Like, I well, would. Why? I mean, I still, I mean, even, well, 
yeah, that's so I just went, I was like, I don't have to calibrate and I don't even know if the meter I'd be calibrating with is accurate, Mm -hmm. which is a whole another can of worms. Like if, if this is your first time hearing about this, go Google glucose monitor accuracy and you will be shocked at how inaccurate the meter you're using is. And you'll see how the further away from 100 your blood sugar gets, the less accurate your meter becomes. Is the inaccuracy the same for every, every meter different. brand? Like Everyone's is it the different. company or Some each are better meter? Than like is it specific meters? That too. So we say you have a brand. Yeah. Let's not name a brand. Let's say you have a brand. Let's name a brand. So no, say there's okay. like 10 meters from that brand. So okay. 10 freestyle meters. Yeah. Can We're those all be? Now. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's not the one yeah. they use. Well, remember back when you, you would get a meter and it would come with calibration yeah, fluid? Yeah, with that drop. Yeah. yeah. So you can calibrate it and you probably should. The and if you think I yourself. The does not come with that. But you could, maybe could get it. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe talk. they don't. Be worth talking about it. But I was just, for the listeners, know. I was just saying how my Dexcom, well, the G5 has just, I just assume that it's at least 30 points off every time I check because that's what it usually is. In which is. direction? And then or, either one. Yeah, and then so Craig goes, completely... And then Craig goes, well, is your meter correct? And yeah. I was like, well, fuck. That's our first bleep that's of first 2019. <laughs> I just, I, had, I didn't think about how the meter could be wrong and not the Dexcom. And if you... Th- yeah, and so if you're calibrating a CGM off an inaccurate meter, right. then you're just piling shit on shit, for lack of a better So wait, what happened place. at Costco? Well, I was just in line at Costco to check out, and I got a thing on my phone oh, that, that said, uh, "battery transmitter battery low, replace soon. And I was like, that's odd. It's been on me for two weeks. And I called them, and they replaced it, and it was fine. But you don't want to be on a three-week backpacking trip through Panama, and that happened. Correct. And then you'd be dead, maybe. To put it nicely. <laughs> to put it nicely. That would be the worst-case scenario. Yeah. Um, so the TLDR is your meter's probably inaccurate, and you should calibrate it. TLDR? Too long, didn't read? You wow. not heard of that phrase before? Uh, I haven't heard it audibly You've read I'm it, sure though. I've read it. Okay. It didn't register. It did not register. I didn't know then. And I <laughs> you just skipped know, over it. I didn't know then. Now and you I know. Didn't know now. Fun fact. Um, but there is also, you also said there's like a chance the that, G5, that G5s are inaccurate for some people because it just doesn't. Different CGMs are right, accurate right. for different people. From anyway, what I've so heard you, from people is that the G6 is more accurate. And I also figured like. So you have 100% confidence. That it is. I don't know if I'm. Because I, you no, said you've tested. No, no, like no. Twice. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But you I said you've say, tested twice in the last. I didn't week. say that I'm. If I go to let's say a clinically accurate machine, right, one that they use to like a glucose meter, think, you mean glucose meter that they would use to like calibrate, let's say the Dexcom, and they tested me, maybe my meter, maybe the difference is ten points, maybe it's fifteen points. But what I realize is that that doesn't really matter. If if my readings are consistently off, mm-hmm. if if my w- alarm, if my w- watch, my watch and my <laughs> like clock in my car is always five minutes fast, then you'll. It doesn't matter because it's always going to be the same off. And for me, what matters more isn't the number I'm at. Like yes, if my Dexcom was fifty points off, that would be a big deal. If it was a hundred mm-hmm. points off, that would be a huge deal. I'm actually just walking around at 400 all the time and I think I'm 100, that would be bad. Yeah, not good. I'm not because I still get eight when C's and they, they match up for what I should be. But what matters to me is just knowing if it's consistent and that's what matters. Like that's that. why I use the, G, the G6 or any CGM is to be like, oh, I've got two down arrows. Maybe I should stop running or I have two up arrows. Maybe I should stop eating and start running. And so I think that information is more important than the specific number because, you know, it, I don't know. I mean, do you kind of take the number it's giving you with a grain of salt? No. I mean, I don't really think about it. I just say like, look right now. I guess I have just such crazy trust issues with my inaccuracy. Because you're always wrong. Yeah. So, but I can look right now. And I had that thought. I'm 167 and flat. Oh, I'm 159. Um, 
I took insulin before we started doing this because we ate. Might kick in. I might take some more insulin, but it's like 167. Okay. If I'm 173, okay, I'm not going to do anything different. Right. So the only time I've tested is because I got a new phone and I was at the store. And so I couldn't, I needed to recap through the (laughs) new phone thing, you know, like, so I needed to like pair it to a new phone, but I was there for two hours because I didn't want to leave before like my phone had finished backing or like updating, not updating, restoring. And then I came home and it was going to be another two hour warm up. I was going to go to sleep. And I was like, well, I should probably test before not knowing my blood sugar for four hours and going to sleep. And so I tested. On your freestyle? On my new freestyle. Because I wonder comparing And I put it back in the bag freestyle. and I haven't taken it out since. Oh, I'm crazy. worried that when I do need to use it, the battery's going to be dead because I have not used it. I guess that's a good thing, though. But it's so, I mean, the people who are on the G6 are going to say this. It's so incredibly freeing not having to test all the time and not thinking about having the test. And even little things like I could, let's say I'm going to go to sleep in 30 minutes. I could put a new sensor on. And in two hours, it's just going to start working. I didn't even think about that. It's not going to wake me up because now I would schedule when I go to sleep right. based on when I can because I don't want to go to sleep and then in two hours right. it wakes I'll me up. I'll even postpone putting a new one in until the next day because I yeah. don't want my sleep to be interrupted by the first calibration. Yeah. And so I, yes, I have a meter in my backpack. I don't take it out. It's amazing. And if I'm going to go out to go to dinner, I don't bring it with. Craig showed me. Um, oh, God. He, no, 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 no. Because oh. he used to have his kit. I mean, like everyone else did with his PDM. Myabetic? Yeah, so. it was great. No, I mean, it was just a normal kit with his PDM for his Omni, like everything. My Lancet, now, my test strips, my yeah, extra Lancet. I mean, everything that anyone needs who I guess is not yeah. on a G6. And he brought out this. I asked him where he got it or what it is actually used for because it's literally a coin purse. And yeah. he's like, this is all I bring with me now because of what it, well, what are you using now? Well, this is... Yeah, a little yeah. segue. Well, did, did, we, did I mention I'm off the pump? Yes. I did. Okay. Wait, did you? Oh, God. Surprise. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said it's been two months, then we want to yeah. do a whole so, thing. So the, Craig, the man that was making say, videos for Omnipod, yeah, and any time I came over, told me to get on it and asked me if I wanted to convert... Yeah. Is now pumpless. Yeah, and it's an interesting story of how this all happened. Um, and it basically comes to comes back to being too low and exercising a lot. Too listeners, low in general? Frequent listeners of the show will know me with James Manfield, co-founded Type and, 1 Run. Yeah. And we run a lot. And... At my last endocrinologist appointment, which was back probably in October, it was about three months ago, uh, my endocrinologist said, Craig, you're going low too much. I said, yeah. And it was it was like middle of the day. Every um, day? Not every day, but you know, just the trend was I was going low a lot. And I knew this, I felt it. And the person at Costco who checked out my giant Costco-sized box of fruit snacks every time I went, also knew I was going low too much (laughs) because no sane person buys that many fruit snacks. (laughs) Uh, And I said, well, I work out in the morning and lunchtime comes around. You know, I eat, I do my normal thing, and I go low or I go low at night. And I I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I I do my workout and I'm fine. And the issue was... um, kind of counterintuitive what maybe not counterintuitive it makes a lot of sense i wasn't eating enough carbs wait but craig shock wait, where's, but the, no, shock, where's the shock where's the off. air horn shock and off. insert air horn wait, right craig, here stupid you eat more carbs than any diabetic i've ever met but i wasn't personally. eating carbs at the right time what so when you exercise you know, you, your your muscles need energy to exercise, right? Like that's how your muscles go. If uh-huh. you have no, if you don't eat, you can't walk, right? If you don't have energy in you, but the energy, it's not your muscles aren't pulling this from your blood, right? Like you eat a banana, and it's not like suddenly you go run. It's pulling out of the glycogen in your muscles. You know what glycogen is? Mm-mm. So when you get a glucagon shot, 
Everyone knows glucagon, big red needle, scary. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's a big needle full of sugar. It's not. It's a hormone. I think we've talked about this before. Because then we talk about glucagon episode, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what episode that was. But <laughs> you should listen to all the episodes. <laughs> and in then case you'll you don't know, know what we're talking about. So it's a hormone that tells your liver and your muscles to dump glycogen, which is basically sugar. Okay. Like the most refined sugar into your system to get your blood sugar back up. And naturally, your body will release glycogen into your system if your blood sugar starts to go low. If you've ever gone low at night, let's say you have you, you, anyone on Dexcom, you start to go low at night and you wake up the next morning, you see, oh, I went down to 60, but then I kind of like came back up a little bit. Naturally. I didn't do anything. Like, why did, why did that happen? Was the Dexcom wrong? No, that was your body dumping glycogen Saving to bring you yourself. back up. The issue is that with us, it's much easier for us to give too much insulin than for a normal person. So we can empty those glycogen reserves. So when you work out uh, and you're working out too long or too hard, maybe not too hard, too long. If you work out a long time or hard enough, you're using up that glycogen in your muscles and then there's nothing left. And so later in the day, you don't kind of have that safety net of glycogen and also your muscles need to replenish that. Like you, you need that glycogen back. And so it sucks. Like where's it going to get that sugar from? It's going to get it from your blood. And so that's going to make you go low. So you just recently learned this as well? Yes. And then I read a lot about this in this right. guide to swimmers. It's not even directed towards diabetics. When I was researching all this mm. from my endocrinologist who gave me all these stats, I found these stats from this book that she was quoting. What's the book? I don't know. Oh, sorry. I'll include it in something. Um, And basically what this book said, well, what she told me uh, was that when I finish working out in the morning, I need to eat one gram of carbs. And this is for like a serious workout, not like a 30-minute jog. One gram like? One gram of carbs per kilogram I weigh. Oh, Within 30 minutes of finishing. So what would that be for you? So for me, that's about 80 grams of carbs within 30 minutes of finishing working out. So like I finish running and we're talking like a bagel and a banana, right? That's about 90 grams, but yeah, 80, 90 grams. And she told me this in the appointment and I looked at her and I said like, I can't eat that many carbs for breakfast because I'm going to be 400. And then I'm never going to come down. My blood sugar will go right. up and I will, I will always, it will always be high for the rest of my life. <laughs> Until I die. Until I die, <laughs> which will be minutes later <laughs> because my blood sugar After is so high. After my bagel. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat the banana and, <laughs> and, and, and bagel and die. And she said, uh, I'd already had a prescription from, for a Frezza, which is the Yeah, you had been insulin. using a Frezza. You and James both. I didn't use it that much. It kind of scared me, but... Was James using it more often than you were? He he was right. Yeah. 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 Shout I gave out to him James Mansfield. <laughs> I gave him the Afresa I wasn't using. Okay, he had your because he was I don't know having fun with it. <laughs> don't say and it I like was, that. I was I was scared of it. Um, it and didn't really thing. know why I needed it. And then when she told me this, I was like, okay, perfect, because Afresa works really. If you don't know anything about Afresa, it's an inhalable insulin. Inhalable insulin. It works at light speeds. It peaks in about 10 to 12 minutes, whereas Humalog and Novolog's like 30 to 40. Um, And it's also out of your system in 90 minutes as opposed to three to four hours, which is a very interesting thing. But what are the increments and how you can take a Frezza? So it comes in these little capsules, right? It comes in these little capsules. That you attach. The only way to describe the Frezza thing, it's kind of like the worst vape it's like a jewel it's like a jewel a, a, a <laughs> jewel designed by yeah, a jewel cut in thirds and you like reattach the pot it's like exactly like a jewel. it looks more like a kazoo than a jewel sure and it pops open and you put a little capsule in the capsules come in it says four eight and 12 units you your body only actually absorbs about 60 percent of that what happens to the rest who knows i don't know who Craig knows? just threw his hands up, threw in hands up in the air like he doesn't even know yeah I thought you um, the but there's but there's weird requirements with the FDA because 
it's a certain amount of of like it's like dehydrated insulin. It's like a powder. Does it do anything to your lungs? According to all the studies, no. The only person who got sick was someone who was a smoker at the time and who didn't disclose they were a smoker. Some guy in Russia. Okay. Because they did all these I'm trials and they said you can't be a smoker, and he was, and he lied. Okay. And then he got lung cancer, and then probably not from Afreza, but maybe. Okay. Inconclusive. Just curious. I'm just curious because I don't know much about. No, it. that's also something I was worried about at the time. Yeah. Um. So the actual amount of insulin you get is two and a half units, five units, and seven and a half units. So you couldn't take a Fresno for something you needed one like unit one for. Unit for. No, but I actually learned yesterday how you can take the little capsules apart. What? And then manually no. like, Who told, empty your, someone's some. Peter's told me this? Her no. husband. Okay. I don't know if I can. Let's not name. Well, you could figure it out. Well, I just said it. I don't know I if I should get him in trouble. Yeah, let's. Well, like, but yes, you can manipulate the system. Yeah, <laughs> you can take. You can take. If if you don't know how, YouTube it. You can take <clears throat> a little Afreza capsule apart and dump out some of the insulin, and then you can make yourself a little half thing. That's you know one unit. So I so, started taking this, and I was still wearing my Omnipod as my basal. And I started just using my Afreza as my bolus. But wait, let's go back real quick because you were saying you didn't know how you'd be able to eat 80 carbs after. Yeah, and she said. And what, so what is the, why is it different? Because it it's hits, so much faster. Okay, so you wouldn't be high the whole day. Because, because most people, pretty much everyone's more sensitive to carbs in the morning than they are the rest of the day, right? I need a lot more insulin for yeah. a banana morning than I would for dinner. So, and it works so much faster. And so I can eat a bagel and a banana and take a Frezza and be perfectly flat, which was bonkers to me because I've never been able to eat a bagel. I've never been able to even look at a bagel <laughs> and be okay. So I started doing this and uh, started using it for everything. My corrections, my lunch, my dinner, not just my morning so bagel. So before your corrections, have you been doing the manipulation thing to get one unit or do you not just yet. not I correct literally just until that. it's over? I don't correct until I'm about 180 to 200. Okay, and th at that time you would get two units anyway? Yeah. Okay. And Afreza also works a little different. Like, it's not necessarily as accurate. Like, you don't really have the carb count in the same way. I kind of just look at something and kind of, like, guesstimate it and it kind of just works. See, none of this sounds like you already. I know, it's so weird. Because I was like, I would give myself like tenths of a unit if my blood sugar went up Frequent two points. Frequent listeners should know that Craig, and I don't think he would take offense to this. It's a psychopath. Was not a psychopath. Okay. We, we, we went with the term neurotic. Yeah. Like neurotic diabetic, like trial error studies, fat, like writing Basal down. testing. Like, yeah. Like, Carb right, testing. Like taking notes for every 15 minutes to make sure you're yeah, getting the, the right data. amount of everything. And I, it was... Stressful over, for you. It was stressful for me. It was so stressful we had to stop recording the podcast for three <laughs> Until months. Until Craig stopped doing that. Until no, I fixed but now, myself. like when I came over tonight and he told me all of this, I it's like I'm talking to a different person. You were shook because we were at very, we're normally at very extreme ends of every of everything. Yeah, and I think that's why we also get along so well. But you were this neurotic person. I was just like, I don't care about any you're of this free stuff. Wheeling, yeah. And now when you're talking to me, I'm like, wait, what? This is this is kind of how I feel about yeah. this too. And so I was wearing this pump all the time and I was like well this is stupid I'm wearing this pump just for a basal I'm, I don't even do anything to it all I right. do is I was change my basal rate before I ran I was like I've got this stupid thing on me I have to carry an extra you pump have to change it every with me change every three days I have to carry extra supplies with me in case it fails because they always fail I kind of did the whole minimalist lifestyle change and I was like I want to get off of it I want long-acting insulin and she said okay here's a prescription for Tujeo here's a pen here's some needles godspeed Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> and I did it. I, rem I remember like the first shot I gave into my leg after 10 years of being on a pump. And I have not looked back. I told someone recently who I was telling about this, like I, at this point, I don't see myself ever going back on a pump. And I think it's because of the mix of long-acting insulin and very short-acting insulin of Frezza. So do because you think you wouldn't do the same thing with long-acting and 
a normal shots? Uh, short yeah and shots for short acting i don't think i would have i don't think i would be doing as well i don't think i would okay. enjoy it as much because that's what i do that's what you do and i did the pump for 14 years no judgment and switch no judgment no but I, yeah I think I think what I like about not being on a pump, I mean, I like not carrying all the stuff with me all the time. And at first, I really missed the control, right? Mm -hmm. The micromanagement. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and then there were two very different changes. Well, I think part of the reason I love the micromanagement is because I could. Yeah. I had that power. Well, you know what? Maybe that's and why. And now I don't have that power. And so I can't micromanage. And because I can't micromanage... I don't worry as much because I can't worry. Can I as point much. something out for a second? Please. Because we always did have such differing opinions about things like this, about micromanaging, and I was always the one that cared less, and you were always the one that cared more, but I also am on pens. Yeah. Do you think maybe now you can see, like, and it's like I'd get these pours of messages about how I should be at half units, but like because I couldn't do that and because I wasn't doing that, like I didn't care to try to fine-tune everything because I'm like this is what I'm on I get one unit pens yeah. so I either go higher or go low and it was just like this is what I do yeah I mean I will say this I everyone's <laughs> different right of course and it's not so much about control control is important be healthy don't have high A1Cs don't get seizures if you do touch your endo <laughs> disclaimer and disclaimer it's about what makes you the balance, you know, the Venn diagram of where are you physically and mentally most healthy. And what I found is not necessarily a lack of control because that makes it seem like I don't care. Like I'll just sit down and I'll just like right. and eat I don't, an entire no, I don't sweet think potato. Is, right. I don't and think anyone's getting like that. Four hours later be like, oh, I should bowl this for that. I'm still doing the same things, but I'm not worrying about my blood sugar on a five minute by five minute basis. Which is what we talked about in almost every episode. The way I was is, before. Yeah. No, but me too, but like just the yeah. data overload. Because you took of, a break for a while. Yeah, I and had And it was to. kind of freeing. Of course. Yeah, it was. But I'm just saying it I don't is, think I could do that, but it, but for me now, it's I can look at my blood sugar and say, oh, I'm 169 right now. The last time I said this, I was 167. So I've gone up two points in however long it's been. 30 minutes, something like that. And that doesn't freak me out. And I could go right now and I could take some Afreza and maybe that would be right. Maybe it would, you know, maybe I'd go low, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be constantly questioning what I did and thinking about what I need to do next. It's okay. My blood sugar is now at this point where I want to correct. I do it. And then I stop thinking about it until the next time I feel like I need to think about it. And part of that is also not the lack of micromanagement, but just kind of understanding that the guidelines are, no matter what you see on Instagram or anyone's story. Which we'll get to. <laughs> the guidelines are to keep your blood sugar between 70 and 180 as much as possible. And have an A1C below 7 and never go low. Like that's what all the guidelines say. Do things, but, avo that un but avoid hypoglycemia. Hypoglycemia is bad. And I don't know if we've ever talked to us about this on the show, but I would go low a lot. I mean, this is why I started taking a Frezza and why I eventually got off the pump. Right. Well, Craig, I was going and I was following Craig on his Dexcom, oh, and he God. eventually took me off and would just like shut off his alerts being like i'm sorry it's so annoying because it i i mean it, it, was. it wasn't it okay was annoying. now that i'm off now that i'm no longer alone <laughs> we that, can talk no, about and it. not that i you know you guys i'm not it's being stressful. a dick it was stressful of like every not even like constantly getting low alerts and it I would, it was stressful it wasn't annoying you're right it was stressful yeah. just being like always be like i would constantly like i think i had a pre-written message to craig just saying like you okay just copy paste you okay i'd be yeah. like you okay because it was just low it was just, it was just auto fill every time you would go to a <laughs> every text time with me, i just went to craig Siri, you just, just knew <laughs> yeah yeah you okay do you need to eat you okay yeah yeah it was a lot and now well, well and i recently had someone else say it to me like oh how have your blood sugars been like yeah. i haven't gotten an alert in a while and i said they've been really good and good now to me means not going low. Like Craig's entire mindset and, has shifted so much. And looking, you guys. looking at Dexcom like Clarity, right? Yeah. 
like I would I would be urgent low below fifty five three four percent of the time, you know, which doesn't low sound like a lot, time, but it's a lot. It, it is. You spend a lot of time. And it low. was a lot. You know what, Craig? It was a lot during the night. Yeah, it which was. Which was the scariest part. I mean, I didn't care that much. Well, I did. I know. <laughs> so it was a burden not only to me but to other which people. Is, and that's, I'm not saying that's how you should no. think about it. No, at I know all. that is not what I'm saying. But. Anyone who's ever had a low blood sugar, which if you're listening to those podcasts and you have type 1 diabetes, you've you had have. a low blood sugar. <laughs> if not, please it's stop awful. listening. Yeah, yeah. Stop you're listening. listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, it's, it's such a burden because not only does it take you out of that moment, but sometimes it can take you out of hours. It can take you hours to recover from a bad yeah. low. And I, you know, I've had lows on this. Like, I'm not going to pretend I haven't had lows. I've gone low. But I've gone from being low a lot to my urgent lows being, as of yesterday, 0.1% of the time. It's huge. Which means I'm never getting that beep, 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 beep. And then like And I'm never getting that beep, 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 And you're never getting that <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And then everyone else, my coworkers aren't hearing that beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. And my sister and her coworkers aren't hearing yeah. beep, 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 beep. Okay, okay, okay. everyone. <laughs> I don't need to hear it now. Everyone is having a better life. Because, because of, of you. Most important, everyone, because of me. <laughs> and because of I'm having all such having, a good life. We're all have a better. <laughs> and you had asked me, am I going high more? Which I did. Which you did. And? Which is a fair question. And. You know what? Well, yes. But. I'm not. I don't know. Like, no, now I'm at the point where like, if my blood sugar hits 200, it's like, Whatever. I don't stress out. And he wasn't like this. So when I asked him if he was if going high now. If I would go over 150, now, I would freak out. Right. And so when I tonight when I asked him if he was going high now, and he said yes, when he still showed me his highs, they were still low in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just that your range, in, like your mental range has changed. Yeah. Because those were, it was just like, it was just like above 180. And to me, that I, that's where I like Which to Which is be. now what my high is. It used to be 150. Right. And you've raised it. My Dexcom no, is 180. No, that's what I'm saying. And but, part of that is because... Now that I'm on, well, I've I've made my range match my match the recommendations, right? For I'm, what you should can be. Can I say that I'm proud of you? Thank you. I like seeing you. Like your personality has changed. Has it? Yeah. We haven't seen each other. Really we haven't seen each then. other since. How have we, I changed? Since we probably recorded last. No, it's just stuff like. I mean, because fr- freeing that part of your mind. I think freeze other parts of your mind. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I and mean? And that's been the biggest thing. Yeah. That was the side effect I didn't anticipate. Right. Is that not thinking about my diabetes all the time because, not because I couldn't, like it's very easy to think about your diabetes all the time, it's- but I allowed myself the freedom to not. I allowed myself to say, I will deal with my diabetes when I need to. And I'm not going to stress about it when I don't have to. So and part you, of that was because of the Afreza. Right. Being like, I, so I'm I not going to take, I'm not going to correct when I'm 120 and eat a granola bar just so I can bring my blood sugar down to 100. Like it was stupid. Right. So I have two questions now. Okay. The first one, no, they're not hard. No, I didn't the, say the, they were hard. Okay. So the first one is, how do you think that freeing your mind about that diabetes portion has seeped into other parts of your life? Okay. Okay. So let's start with that one. Okay. So if you think about how much time you think about diabetes, like the human brain, I would say about 99%. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like imagine it, I don't know, like a glass of wine, only because I'm looking at glass of wine. If it's full of water, you don't have a lot of room for wine. And in this scenario, water is bad and wine is good. So my life's a real life. So the amount of water you eliminate from that glass, the more room you have for wine. Okay. And in the last three months, I've gotten rid of a lot of water. And I think about diabetes as much as I have to to be healthy. And I'm not trying. Which I, I think I'm is I'm saying really this hard. a few times because I'm, I'm just waiting for the messages of the people and being they're like. they're going to come. Yeah. And I'm going to block you. So <laughs> what don't do you, even Wait, bother. wait, wait. So what do you think the messages are that you need to be caring about it more? Yeah. Okay, well, fuck them. Fuck you. Okay, Craig. In advance. 
It's my diabetes. I'm going to manage it the way I want to do it. We didn't do a swear warning. I know, but they there should know by now. Okay. We've already, that's our third swear. Okay, so Not what? So no, but I guess my, let me rephrase so, my question. Okay. No, so because I haven't been spending so much time worrying about my diabetes, I've been able to worry, not worry about other things, but I've been able to appreciate Focus. other things in my life that wasn't taking up so much mental space that I was like, I can go for a run. And part of this is the interesting thing about long-acting insulin, as a, which is a whole other interesting thing. What, compared to your basal? Compared to using basal on a pump, you don't go low the same way when exercising that you do before. I can I could get up right now from this microphone <laughs> and run for an hour and come back and my blood sugar will be perfectly flat. And then if I did that with a pump without a 80%, you know, a, you know, decreasing my basal by 80% 30 minutes before I start running and then checking my blood sugar every 15 minutes just to make sure it's okay, like I'd be dead. If I just got on my pump and I just, and I tried to run so being able to just get up in the morning and go run and not worry about it or so like it walk like to the that, store. So now it's more you have more mental capacity to focus on exercise without thinking Part of as it. much. Well, about I'm enjoying exercise more, which is something I loved. I loved running and okay. the burden of having to deal with. Yeah. Like I had spreadsheets. I kid you not. I don't doubt it. On my phone of, okay, if I'm doing a 30-minute run, this is what I do. Yeah. If I'm doing an hour-long run, this yeah, is what I do. Like if I'm going to go prisoner. swimming, this is what I'm going to do. And I had all of this data, and I and I did it. And it was great because I could just wake up in the morning and be like, this is what I'm going to do, and I just follow my Flip guidelines. through your Rolodex exactly. of that day. And I just know what I have to do <laughs> for that day. And now, like I, it's like, just delete it. It's just like, just go do it. And then if I start to feel like I'm going low, I'll just eat something then. But I'm not going to worry about it because most of the time Sounds I'm going liberating. to be fine. It's very liberating. And then in the rest of my life, it's just I'm not worrying about my blood sugar all the time. So I'm, you know, if I want to like. Sounds like you can be well, more you, in the you moment. You talked about my little coin purse of a Frezza. That's right. all I carry with me. Yeah. It's kind of Before symbolic. It like, it's I, kind of symbolic. I remember going Craig, to the bar. It's symbolic that you have this little case that you take with you. It's like representative of how much you think little, about it. And before yeah. you used to think about it so much, you Big had this things. huge case. I would have my extra like right. pod and that was my like your th- It was like carrying all your car. thoughts and worries. Exactly. And I would now. have, I had this whole idea of, I would carry as much supplies. He had like a backpack. As I need to get out. to my next amount of supplies. So if like if I'm somewhere and my pump fails, right? I have X Which amount I of hours. Which I think it is good to be prepared. To get to Let a me, new meter. Yeah, it is very good to be prepared. But you don't need those. But I don't need that amount of yeah. stuff because I don't need that much stuff to prepare right. me anymore. I give myself a shot in the morning and I'm good for 24 hours. I don't have to do anything. So can we go to my next question though? Because this sounds amazing. Like what you yeah. have done is like fucking. And I amazing. don't really know how to describe it. You you guys, Greg is like glowing. I can't describe it either. You're different. Like it think stressing out about something that much. And I used to feel but bad about it myself. It becomes your baseline. Right, but I used to you're feel You're so used to stressing out know, that you don't realize I, you're stressing out. I used to feel so bad about myself thinking that I was this quote unquote bad diabetic because I didn't care as much as you. I didn't see it as that I was like freer. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> if I did that intentionally. It's not your fault. I, but no, at the you same time, do it intentionally. I had so was, much pressure thinking that I had to be a good diabetic. Right. That I was stressing out just as much. We were polar opposites we were, doing the still, same thing. Right. But and we were both miserable reasons. for right, different exactly. reasons. <laughs> but I don't know if mine has improved. But here's my second question because you have this amazing, you've gone through this like amazing transformation. Yeah. But it's because you are on a Frezza and you are have access to a G6. Yeah. What about someone listening who can't be on a G6? Like, like I said, I'm on a G5 because I'm not yeah. covered. I don't have that peace of mind that my G5 is accurate all the time. And I'm not on a Frezza. Is like there has is to be that another, achievable? There, yeah. What what would your advice be? Just personal advice, being to someone who's listening that can't get on a G6 or can't like. I mean, it, like, what if they can't even have a CGM? Like, at least I have that. But I don't have the same, like, as much. My freeness comes from I don't care. Yours is because you trust your devices enough that you, you like, put, you know what I mean? You're putting trust in these things, and that's why you don't care as much. Me, I just, I don't choose to put all of my energy towards. I think it took a change in my management. Okay. So the biggest change. That was a good question. Yeah, it was a great question. (laughs) So... The best thing I ever did for my diabetes management was going off the pump. 
And the best thing I did before that was going on the pump. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah. Like, I was diagnosed in 2001. Ten years later, I went on a pump. I think it was 10 years. Yeah, 2011. And then 2018, seven years later, I went off the pump. Man, it just seems so short. It feels like it's been much longer. That's a long time if you think about it. Um, I think it took the pump for me to really get in tune with my diabetes and understand it. Unlike a, this is what insulin does. This is what exercise does. This is what things do. I had, I needed all of those things because I don't feel like I really had that before. And it really let me understand diabetes. And then once I understood it, I, I then had the wherewithal and the, knowledge to be able to manage it without that i just understood what my diabetes and i didn't need the pump to tell me that anymore so do you need a g6 and a fresen 2j to do that no i don't think so i think it's more of a mindset everything's different and every person's different so even if you had a g6 and a fresen 2j like your management would be different and your life would be different but I think the lessons I learned was just sort of understanding how diabetes worked in me and then kind of trusting the process. It's kind of just like getting to know yourself and ourselves have diabetes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you really get to know yourself, you're able to yeah. let go of certain things. And, and, I, and also the big part of this, which you touched on before, is like, not letting yourself be bad. That's not the right way right. to put it. And I said that. Like, I, I, I no, quoted. But kind of like, you know the phrase, like, perfect is the enemy of good? I actually said this to my endocrinologist <laughs> yesterday because it was my first time seeing her since I was off the pump. Yeah. She said I was doing great, by the way, for all the people who are going to send me hate mail. They're not, no one's going to send me No. They're going to send me. <laughs> send more hate mail. Direct your hate mail to at, you're just my type I'm one. Ready. On I'm ready. I can take it. Um, <laughs> so I knew I was doing great, but it was, it was good to hear someone of authority. We all need validation. Saying I was doing great. And, you know, the message she said to me was that she doesn't care what I'm on. If I want to be in a pump, if I decide in six months I want to be on a T-Slim, or if I want to be in a Medtronic. Or back to Omnipod. Or if I just want to give up insulin and just like oh, eat cinnamon. take cinnamon pills. <laughs> yeah, yes. She's like, as long as I'm healthy and happy, yeah. that's what she matters. Craig also and Every has person's the, different. And, th- and that can change over time. Right. Craig what also you want. has the best endocrinologist in the world. In the world. <laughs> like not, in the not, whole universe. No, no, no. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. He's the best in the country. Which was just by luck. But a great right. luck. But yeah, but this is really good feedback from her that I don't know that a lot of people would have yeah. from their endos. Exactly. You have a lot of advantages right now. I do. That's this all I'm saying. This is making me feel real bad. I feel there, like I, don't, had, I haven't earned any of this. This is called diabetes privilege. <laughs> yeah, diabetes privilege. We'll rename white the episode. Si- white cis diabetes yeah. privilege. So where was I going with all of this? No, don't be sorry. Um, okay, you can, so make, you went, diabetes, so perfect, perfect you can is, make diabetes work in your life with yeah. what you have. And it will require flexibility, but diabetes in general requires flexibility. I wake up at 6 a.m. every day to give myself a shot of Tujeo. Mm-hmm. Even if I, it's a, a Saturday morning and, you don't and I was be up late on a Friday. Do you do once which every I'm 24? Not, every 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. See, I do my latest every 12. Because the Tujeo works a little different. It's a little yeah. longer acting than the... It doesn't... It doesn't I don't know. Yeah. Peel off at the ends as quickly. He's making a rainbow with his hands. A rainbow? <laughs> He's making a rainbow. doesn't peel off as much so that there's a little more like oh, lead yeah. in and lead out. So you can kind of, yeah. I don't know. It kind of works. So once a day. And so, yeah, I wake up every day to do that. Is, you know, I'm not free from diabetes. You know, I still have to take insulin when I eat, obviously, you know, but. Right, but a huge a part of it has been does a lot of interesting it. things. But. I think it was more just the mindset of just yeah. allowing my putting me first mm. and not diabetes first. Because I think first. a lot of people think that when they're putting themselves first, that that means diabetes first. Yeah. Because we've actually had episodes where I talked about where if I want to be happy, I need to be focusing more on my diabetes. 
Yeah. Because if I'm healthy. <laughs> Which is true. Like I mean, if you it's all if just, you're miserable, and, and is, I I think this is what you were talking about before. Like when your your baseline for your life, right? Oh yeah, is measured by diabetes, right. right? And if you're so used to doing so much diabetes stuff every day, you kind of forget how much time you're spending on diabetes well, and because what, you're used to it because you have to do it. Right. And what did I say? I said when things in my life were going well, I would be more focused on my diabetes yeah. because I didn't, I wasn't spending a lot of energy stressing about other things. So yeah. I put all of my stress towards my two highs a day or my two lows yeah. a day and putting pressure on myself. And then when things were going bad in my life, I wasn't, I would spend way less time on diabetes and it yeah. was very compartmentalized. But would you, there's something we haven't touched on yet. Which is the social media aspect? Oh, of boy. Your, do we have time? We have so much. We got time all the for time this. in the world, baby. Yeah. There's this whole social media aspect to your mindset as well, which we don't share. Uh, this change. Yeah. Do we? Are we going here? So I think a lot of the pressure. This surprises some people because I've I've told. I think this a to lot of things we, we say surprise people. I mean. I have been in the last few years pretty tried to be pretty active in the diabetes. You definitely, you absolutely have been. Um, and you know, for the first eleven years of my life of having diabetes, I wasn't. I knew no one. I there was one girl I knew who had diabetes in my high school, but like we didn't talk. We were friends. She was a girl. I was a guy. Like you don't you don't mix like Cooties. that in high school. Yeah, get away. <laughs> We actually shared the same birthday too, which was really? super weird. I don't know. There's something like I think you have diabetes. You October the day nine you born. babies out there. Any like, other October nines? Yeah, I'm skipping ahead. So I I became very involved in the diabetes community, mm -hmm. and I think consequently was very like many of us are influenced by the community in general and what we see and what we day. see you see things what we scroll and then through your your mindsets change based on what you see yeah whether you like it or not i think oh yeah probably the more you don't like it the more right. it changes you and so seeing the constant a1c's which go back to our range episode, episode number one never post your a1c please uh, seeing the constant Dexcom graphs, which are either good and people are talking about how good they are or they're bad and people are talking about how bad they are. It's like, even if your blood sugar is bad and you're like, oh, I'm not going to post good blood sugars because that's the unrealistic Right, you think you're doing people a favor. You're only posting bad blood sugars. You're still saying, oh, this blood sugar is bad. Maybe you're not using that word, but like we know. If you're complaining, if your blood sugar is 300 and double up arrows, we, we all know it's bad. Like you're not... <laughs> fooling anyone we know you don't want to be 300 with two up arrows you're not kidding anyone. no uh you sound like a bitch <laughs> <laughs> so so i think seeing that all the time made me one want my control to be better so that i could be like oh yes like i'm not that I want to be an example. I didn't really post my blood sugars, but I think just in my mind, like if I'm going to be involved in this community, I have to take control of my diabetes. I can't just be like some free willing. Right. Crazy. I actually, I felt that a lot too when I started getting. Mm, What'd you get? No, I was, was going to say notice. That's not what I meant. When negative. When I started. No, no, no. I guess I'll say this. When I started getting messages about like advice, I'd be like, well, fuck, I, I need to be at my top game. How can you give advice? Because I can't. I, I'm not going to be able to give anyone advice if I'm not doing a my best. So then I definitely, no. So word? I definitely felt this sense of pressure with people coming to me for with questions. Yeah. And then even if that isn't the effect, like even if you're not like, I have to be really in control, it's just seeing that all the time is making you aware of your diabetes all the time. Like, even if I wasn't thinking about my blood sugar, I was seeing other people's blood sugar. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, what's my blood sugar? Well, and I had the opposite effect, which was terrible, where I was seeing everybody's blood sugars all, the, all day that I didn't want to see mine. And I'm not kidding. I would, I would answer questions and be in conversations with strangers online all day long about diabetes control. And I'd come home and do like my office because now I have really strict, you're just my type hours where I'm just like, I'm not answering this. your office this. hours? And, 
I mean, once I get home from work, I'm done. Okay. Like I'll, oh. maybe I'll do a few, but like there's a certain time of night where I'm like, you know what? But I still am such a pushover. Like people message me. I'll be like, hey, I saw your message. I'll get back to you in the morning. But that's not my point. You need my like point, an auto response. My point, my point is I would see so much diabetes then I'd come home. And when it came time to deal with mine, I was so over it or overwhelmed, yeah. I guess, that I put mine on the back burner because I was so busy thinking about other people's. So I see what you're saying. So it just became it's this weird thing where all of my like free time. Yeah. Or at least the time on Instagram was also full of diabetes. So we were talking and about our wine glass. Well, you did have two accounts though too. Like I keep mine so separate now. Yeah. Like I have a personal account. I don't follow I do now, but you know, I would I would spend most of my time on my Yeah, and that was where account. we differed because I at my personal I follow people who have diabetes, but I don't follow diabetes accounts on my personal. I, I just kinda keep it separate. This changed before my pump, but I actually stopped following you stopped accounts. Following, you literally unfollowed everyone. On my diabetes account. Yeah. And I said like yeah. And then it on wasn't my personal anything account, personal, by the way, you guys. No. It's for Craig's mental health. Yeah. And then on my personal, I only follow people I am friends with. Like actual. In real life. Yeah. Who I care about. Which I guess you'd have to be my friend for me to care about you. But I felt like that's that was the point. Like, I, I don't have an Instagram account to follow 1,500 people who I don't know. But some people but that's do. my own. Yeah, that's, that's my a, own yeah, personal that, thing. And, yeah, that's Craig's You want to follow 1,500 people. Like, and I, yeah, we again, luck. Craig and I differ on everything. So you're either going to yeah. relate more to one of us than yeah. the other. So as I started thinking about my diabetes less, or I think that's the wrong way, but I, I, that's but You the thought right about it in a different way. As I stopped micromanaging it. Yeah. I felt like I didn't want to or need to see that stuff on Instagram all the time, Instagram and Facebook. And then I ended up spending less time on those platforms because of it, because it's like, I, I didn't want to go on and see like blood sugars because I didn't, honestly, I, I didn't, didn't care. care. I didn't care. If you're out That's there, okay. like, I love you. Yeah. I hope you have a great life. I hope okay, you, you don't like have to do fall a whole in love. Goodbye. <laughs> I hope you have, have a, a great firstborn, healthy first baby. Yeah, or don't no, have a baby. I hope you PR in your well, next marathon. <laughs> I hope you have a great life. But knowing what your blood sugar is after you eat avocado toast doesn't affect me. And I think me looking at it all the time, like I, I wanted to care. And so I was like forcing myself to care and it was just making I mean, diabetes. Lunch. Yeah. I was, I was filling do, up my wine glass with water. You have to do you. And now that I'm like, so, so I've thought about diabetes less. And so then I've wanted to spend less time on social media worrying about diabetes, which has also made diabetes an even smaller part of my life and because so my different. free time right. and isn't it's, diabetes. It's so different coming, like just being in a position where you just have diabetes, you automatically follow these diabetes accounts. It's so different for someone else. Like, it's funny because because like for you, social media is cutting out all of these diabetes accounts. That's not how it is for most people that are need less time on social media. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is a very specific thing. But it's I have this analogy where I am obsessed with crime, true crime, real true crime drama, and like fictional true crime drama. And then every night I was having these nightmares, <laughs> but I couldn't oh stop. God. I didn't stop watching. So like my husband, I'd be like, I can't sleep. You need to come home. I just watched this trial on TV. Oh and he's like, well, why don't you stop watching these things that yeah. you think that you like? And I do like, I enjoy watching them at the time. And then I'd close my eyes and go to sleep. And I like, I have lost you would see hours and hours. Yeah, yeah, I would see very specific images that I oh won't God. even talk about just from watching these documentaries and it's just like that it's like well if you cut that out you won't be having these dreams anymore and Garrett was like so he's like just stop watching these before yeah. bed and it was just something that I was so used to I'd like literally come home and put on these drop like these yeah. true crime shows and then it's it, just your normal it was my normal and then that's what I would think about at night and that's what I think about at the second I close my eyes and I I have stopped watching them before bed because I lose all sleep yeah. to it but it, it's kind of the same thing it's like you needed that you out of your life nightmares about being murdered no, no. You don't I mean, sound I still so sure. I still listen to a lot of murder. 
but no, I, I made changes to where it wasn't my thing. Like I and wasn't doing it before bed. It, yeah. I wasn't watching it before bed and then I was able to sleep better. So yeah. it's, it's kind of the same thing. You're saying you weren't looking at this all day and so you weren't having to think about it as much. Yeah. And honestly, right? like, like I said, like the biggest change I think right. I've made and the most significant change since going on the pump. And it's this weird. Is getting off of it or getting, getting off, of, off of it? I mean, they were both huge. Yeah, they're both hand in hand. See, the th- but it's this weird coming back in reverse. Yeah. Like I needed to get all of this you technology to get on before getting off to appreciate getting off of yeah. it almost. But I think that's another where a way that we differ is that you were so because you were so micromanaging and mm-hmm. and focused on these images you were getting from other people that was affecting you. Like for me, those that like me following these people and me seeing this doesn't affect my diabetes control except for what I said when I was like. So now I just I don't I don't. I'm not on your just my type going through my newsfeed often, but like I don't mind talking to people all day and doing this thing now because I've like somehow managed to find a balance. Yeah. So we we obviously need. But it took you things. time to find a balance. It took me time to to be able to separate other people's diabetes with mine, or like the stress of other the stress of other people's diabetes mm. with mine. But for me, it's like I don't get met, like I'm I don't plan on unfollow. You know what I mean? Like you had to yeah. take steps to get to where you are, and we've been at. I don't know. I just wanted to. No, we do. I mean, uh, our, we have very accounts different are very approaches, different, right? Yeah. And and the things that the things we get out of it, and the things we don't. Like I, I realized the purpose of my beta cell podcast was to promote beta cell. It right. wasn't to be a right and diabetes. And the, I don't know, like well, and like, support system, right? Yeah, and or I, nonprofit. And it I was actually, really just like there's a new episode. We'll you should see. be and subscribed. The thing I love about running your just my type is that I am the support system. Yeah, and I need it. I love you need it. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it gives me a sense of purpose for sure. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm no, I'm serious. It's been a long time. Since no, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you and, and the things that you do. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're both doing good things in the way that we need to yeah. be doing them. It's all about finding your what you need. It's about finding what you need and also being and okay it does with take time. change. Yeah, and it absolutely takes right? time to, to all of a sudden think that you need something and then realize that and maybe it, that's and not. And it could be in one month, one year, one decade, I decide, eh, I'm going to start posting pictures of my unicorns. Yeah. No, seriously. It's not right? about – there's not – I'm just going to say this again. Like, there's no right and there's no wrong. There's no right way to have a diabetes account. There's no wrong way to have a diabetes account. Like, there's nothing. No one. There's no bad. Just like there's no bad and good diabetic. There's no bad and good diabetes account or social media account that, like that. It's what you need for your soul. It's like do what makes you happy. Right. Yeah. And it's good for you. Like find that and do that. Don't just do things that make you make sure it's good for you too. You can't have both. Right. Don't see what's good for other people and assume that it's good for you. Yeah. You gotta find it. And it's okay if you don't know what that is. Try out new things. And also, Craig and I aren't professional anything. (laughs) We're just sharing our stories with you. We're definitely not professional diabetics. We're definitely not professional podcasters. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, but we're just, this is, we're just, we're just, yeah, Craig Craig is is much more. This is a hobby though. But no, all I'm saying is, we're, this is just, this podcast is about us just talking about our feelings and our personal thoughts. And it works because we have two very different, ends yeah. of the spectrum yeah i think so but we're not saying but there's what's, a lot of middle ground we're not saying what's right and what's wrong by any means this is just what this but is if you agree with me then, then send a message to <laughs> at beta cell podcast and, and if, if you, you agree, agree with, with laura me, don't send put a heart emoji to <laughs> send me a heart should emoji. we should we do a post <laughs> comment if you like craig like if you oh agree God. with laura no we look we love you we love each other we're just all trying to make it in this world yeah and we're just sharing our opinions I just wanted to make that clear because I don't want it's, anyone no, to take anything yeah. offensively. We're trying to share our opinions. And you don't but don't to, share your opinions don't about share our and, and you don't have to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. But thank you if, if you are. Yeah. Please subscribe. That was our, yeah, we're back. 2019. I think that was good. Are we done? I think so. It's been a, it's been a, a long big time. Pe- episode. That's it for this week's episode. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell and is produced by me and Laura. 
Craig does all of our recording and editing. Subscribe to BetaSo wherever you listen to podcasts to get out of range downloaded automatically to your phone every week. Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit betacellpodcast.com forward slash supporters for more info. I'm Craig. And I'm Laura. And this is Out Out of of range. Range.